Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, welcome to Rockstar Millennial Podcast, and today we have a special guest with us, Miss Katie Parker-Cox. Welcome, Katie. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you and who you are, what you do. So was born and raised in Peoria, Illinois, um, with a little sidestep to Chicago to pursue my second passion, but back to Peoria and have spent my other part of my half of my career working in nonprofit, which now I've been with Komen for seven years, um, helping uh, companies and individual fundraisers across the country do fundraisers the way they want to do them. So that's a little bit about my profession and about me. I live in Brookfield with my husband and two cats and um, learning how to play pickleball and having a good time. <laughs> You're always having a good time. I love that about you, Katie. <laughs> I know. That's just great. So tell us, um, how did you get started uh, with Coleman? How did you make that transition um, from fashion in Chicago and then um, to Peoria and to Susan G. Coleman? Yeah, so nonprofit sandwich for me. So I started my career and at St. Jude, but like you know, I mentioned, um, took a sidestep to fashion and then back to nonprofit. But what brought me back was my personal diagnosis with breast cancer in 2012. Um, I actually had been involved with Komen for a long time as a participant as a young girl in the walk um, because my grandmother was a breast cancer survivor. Mm -hmm. And once I went through my diagnosis, mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to get back involved in, um, you know, fundraising and walking and raising awareness and funds for breast cancer research. So I became involved as a volunteer with the local office and fell in love with the team. Mm -hmm. And when a position became available, I knew that I needed to jump back into the nonprofit space and share my relatively positive experience um, and then connect the common resources as well um, with the survivors that I meet in our community. So I wholeheartedly believe in the mission of the organization to end breast cancer. Much mm -hmm. progress has been made, mm -hmm. but we still we still have a long way to go. So, yeah. and you were very young when you were diagnosed. I was thirty. Yeah, yeah I was just after my thirtieth birthday, and so that means I am celebrating ten years as a breast cancer yay. survivor as of one month ago. Yes. Oh, yay! So happy for you. That's it a is. milestone. Congrats. It yeah. So it just really feels like every five years, um, statistics seem to look a little better for breast cancer survivors. So I feel as though I've just jumped through another hurdle. Yes. And you've helped so many people jump through those hurdles and be an inspiration um, to a lot of young women that are going through this as well. And they see you and yeah, now you're a 10 year survivor and healthy and um, vibrant and they think, okay, I, I can do that, or there's help, which is an awful lot of what you do. Um, you walk along with these women um, of all ages and of all stages, um, mm -hmm. and I've watched you do that for many, many years, 
Um, you've been part of a very small staff that has a huge region, basically anything south of Chicago. You know, you guys yeah. had like all of Illinois. And now right. um, you, you've been promoted and gone on to a more national role where you're working with folks in every state. So tell us about some of these. Um, it's very creative when people come up with their own ideas to do fundraising and you kind of help their, their dream come to reality. So tell us about some of those. So brainstorming is one of my favorite things to do. And the great news is a lot of these fundraisers come to us with their amazing ideas is just helping them through the hoops and hurdles of technology and how Mm -hmm. our technology resources can help them maximize the impact and connect them with all the, you know, marketing tools they can need to promote their event. But there are also a lot of people who come to us and say, I want to support Coleman, but I don't know what to do. And that's where Mm -hmm. I kind of like get my fingers together. And I'm like, yes, yes. (laughs) Catherine, I love them all, but I love helping people brainstorm. And it really starts with asking a couple questions. Well, what do you love to do? Mm -hmm. What are you good at? And do you have a tribe to help you? And I think that we can spin off 10 ideas instantly. And um, so I really, no matter who I'm talking to and no matter what the responses are, I find that fundraisers are most successful when it can start with something that they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. They don't have to plan a big gala if that's not their comfort space. You know, it can be a bake sale. It can be a garage sale, but it could be a gala too. So that is um, really exciting talking with people from Florida this morning and Alaska last week and New York tomorrow. It's pretty um, exciting to still support my friends here locally in central Illinois and mm-hmm. Illinois, but beyond. So um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And that creativity, you're just, you know, you just overflow with creativity. Um, and to you, it's, to me, I should say, watching you, um, you're like the world's greatest party planner. You know, <laughs> they have an idea and let's get Yay! people together and, um, and that's just fun. It's fun to fun to watch. So oh, thank you. Yeah, it it is. You know, fun is a word that we've both just said a couple of times here, and I think that that is. You know, I love helping connect people with their and their talents to such a great mission like that 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 Susan G. Coleman has. So mm-hmm. it's um, I feel lucky to have those kinds of outlets to help connect all the dots. Yeah, and you're good at it. Oh, thank you. So how do you manage uh, manage all of this with a, uh, a marriage and these, you know, nationwide programs and, um, and also being a survivor yourself, mm-hmm. um, having to, you know, needing to take your own self-care uh, yeah. into consideration and making it a priority? Um, tell us, how do, how do you blend all that? Well, I wish I could say it was easy peasy, but it's not. And I don't think it is for anybody, really. But, you know, you and I have talked a few times over the last couple of months, and you'd be happy to hear that I've even made more progress since the last time we connected. (laughs) But I do think, you know, as cliche as it is, carving out time for yourself, I wasn't doing that for a while. And I think just sending some boundaries, even if that boundary is setting a 30-minute timer on your clock for needing to get this project done this half hour it's really helpful. 
um, something else simple and easy is, oh my gosh, if you can get the Calm app due, there are a lot of great free apps like Calm um, that you can access out there, but Komen has actually provided that for us. So if you're listening and you are an employer, think about getting that for your employees. If you're not thinking about downloading it, oh my, it's just, just to listen to soundscapes um, are really helpful even during the workday. So before and after work, that is very helpful. I mentioned pickleball earlier, so I have <laughs> not really been active in a while. And I know, you know, you know, making healthy lifestyle choices helps to reduce the risk of breast cancer right. and recurrence. So I've right. been like, I'm trying to make a conscious effort of that. So I started to play pickleball, especially as Komen's ventured into that space. It's been a lot of fun um, to do that. And uh, those are, those are a couple of things that I am doing is finding new hobbies, trying to get active. Um, getting my getting back to reading. I love to read. And honestly, I just, I even have a book sitting right next to me that I'm just giving myself five and 10 minute breaks throughout the day to read three chapters. And I'm like, Ooh, yes. Okay. Focus time. Yeah. Set that 30 minute alarm. And I don't know if that sounds stressful, but it's not for me to help keep on track. So yeah. Last thing I'll say is I love a good checklist. I have my dry erase board in front of me and I have all kinds of little notepads and taking that marker through an item makes me feel really good. That's a boost all through the day. Yeah, love that. So yeah, tell us, and, and you've talked about this with Komen um, and then also as a, a survivor, tell us how are you living your, your purpose and, and where are you making a difference? Um, you know, as I did mention earlier that I was blessed to have a pretty positive experience through my breast cancer diagnosis that it was diagnosed early stage treatment wasn't too difficult. Um, you know, definitely not saying it was all a, a cakewalk, but I also know that's not everyone's story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so making sure to share positive experiences, but also be realistic and cognizant that we are all, we all have a different journey just because I had a positive experience. I can tell you about that. But if I'm just like, Hey, positive, 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 it might not be the right fit for someone. So I think I've really worked to listen Mm -hmm. and say, I hear you and, you know, meet people where they are and, and just really try to provide the resources, you know, the experience, but try to be middle of the road, just try to make sure that people have the facts mm-hmm. and, and, and connecting people to other survivors and resources too. If somebody is referred to me or comes to me, the buck doesn't just stop here. I listen to what they have to say. And if they say I'm, a young survivor, mom to two young kids, guess Mm what? I don't have two young kids. So I don't know what it's like to go through breast cancer with two young children, but I know about 30 other women who have. (laughs) And, you know, so it's really about connecting the dots. So that's how I try to live my purpose is to share, but make sure to listen and, you know, keep it moving and and be realistic and, and just connect be a people connector. I mm-hmm. think we can't connect too many resources. And you're good at that, connecting people. You're very good at that. And seeing what they need, you know, intuitive. Yeah. yeah very intuitive with people. Yeah. So tell us what's, uh, what's next for you. You've got this yeah. national gig going. You know, you did the local thing. You did the Chicago fashion thing. What, what's next? 
So we are just on the the heels of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This will be my first, um, I've been, this will be my eighth with Komen, Mm -hmm. but my first time in this role. And I think it's going to be crazy. And I think it's going to be crazy (laughs) good. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of brainstorming uh, with fundraisers. And we just launched our new website for, um, that's going to make fundraising on your own easier. Mm-hmm. So that has been very exciting. Um, I Third time I'm going to say pickleball. I am traveling to a national, our first <laughs> national pickleball tournament in Newport Beach, California. So um, not too bad, you know, yeah. to spend yeah. a week in California this October. So that's, you know, I, I'm trying to think beyond October, but I'll be honest, I'm like getting through October right now. Uh, with work, but I'm really um, utilizing uh, the tools and resources to find that personal time and professional time to manage now through October so that I can relax and brainstorm new programs and new tools. So right now it's all about implementation of the great new things we've just done, help people want to help Komen, you know, Mm -hmm. the next couple of months and um, really dig in and hopefully start working on some new programming, which I'm very excited about too. So after October, yeah, get through October. I know we need to think about the future, but I'm, about the next two months and then we'll, we'll, we'll look beyond. Then regroup. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of learnings. Yeah, there will be. And you're, yeah, you learn easily. You're a perpetual learner. So that's fun for you. Yeah. So what encouragement do you have, Katie, for other millennials? To know that, you know, we, and Catherine, you and I have talked about this. It is, I think things, times are challenging for everyone right now. I think that everyone is working so hard with limited resources and um, some of that's people resources. Um, You know, we're all, I think we're all, we're all doing the best we can. Yeah. And I think it's important to know you are doing the best that you can. And you do need to clock out at six o'clock sometimes or five o'clock sometimes and read that book or listen to the Mm -hmm. comments. That is what's going to help you be the best tomorrow Mm -hmm. and moving forward. So, um, you know, just getting together with girlfriends recently and, and talking and realizing that we're all, we all have a lot on our plates and for the most part, they're all exciting things, um, which is good, but it's still a lot. And we know that we can only do what we can do today and make that nice little to-do list that you can check off tomorrow. (laughs) It, um, you know, that just merely make sure that you're connecting with your work peers, your friend peers and learning from each other, how to manage personal and professional life. I think that that's so important because easy to get lost in one or the other. Yeah. So, or both. Uh, yeah. 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 Give yourself some grace. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. You just summed that up perfectly. Just give yourself some grace and a little, little time and maybe a calm app or two. Yeah. And maybe a calm app. And that's not meant to be, you know, pessimistic at all. I, and hopefully realistic. It, we have yeah. to realize that, you know, um, I think we're all still trying to get back to normal. And will we? We might. We're going to have a new version of normal. Yeah, new normal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good on you. Well, thank you, Katie. Thanks for oh, your thank inspiration. You. Thanks for your positivity. You're always so positive, and uh, I love that. Love that about you. 
So well, thank you for your, your leadership and mentoring and insight. It's fantastic. Absolutely. You're always so welcome. And thanks to all of you, our listeners. Thanks for tuning in today. Don't miss a podcast. You can find us at rockstarmillennials.com or Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And until next time, talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rockstar millennial in your world. Contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Oh, 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 o